Hello and welcome to another episode of Deck Hockey Focus. We are your premier source for deck hockey equipment, reviews, information, entertainment, and anything to, that you're going to love. Alright, sitting here tonight with your hosts, I got Zach Hurt, Michael Holst, and Chad Canelli. Awesome, we're going to have a little bit of a conversation about moving up and down. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a look at what our balls look like, uh, Milak versus Bauer. Not left versus right testicles. Giggity. Uh, and we're going to have a little bit of a conversation on what it means to be a nice guy on the deck and when to be a complete asshole. All right. So we like to start every episode with cracking a cold one with the boys. Awesome. Let's get those beers chugged. Maybe that's why we have so many plays lately. Maybe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our first segment of this podcast will be whether to move up to another league or move down to another league, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say it's whether you should. I think it's just like, it's when what are it, your goals ultimately at deck hockey? And when is it right? Yeah, you know, like are you, are you scoring a ton? Do you feel like you're just running there doing shutdown defense constantly, a la Jake Drum? And total disclaimer: I think you should always play up. I do too. It's way more like I'm. I'm not very good, and I love playing D1. Right. As much as Devin Albee called me out for never playing above D3, <laughs> every chance I get to sub in D3 plus or D2 at goalie, I jump on it because I know it's going to improve my game that yeah. much more. And that's the ultimate thing is that you're just you're going to get better by playing better players. Right. It, it helps you a lot, I think. That is true. Like if you, if you think there's a chance to go up, I would always try it. But at the same time, if you're up too high – you may not have as much fun as what you would have. Because I was playing with D1 and crew. I started in the beginning. I was having tons of fun. But as time went on, I was scoring less points. Uh, I wasn't making much of an impact. And then you'd get cases where I was bringing the ball up. And uh, it was a two-on-one. And Womack yells, let him shoot it. Let him shoot it. (laughs) And they just totally ran away from me, totally covered the other person. I don't even know who it was. And, of course, I shot it, and I didn't score. And I'm like... I was mad at him, but I was like, that's good strategy because uh, I wasn't going to score and I didn't. And then that was like, I maybe shouldn't be here. Okay, a couple things on that. So, first of all, your case is a special case. Like, you weren't a two-plus talent. You're just you're an OG player and you guys won, what, five championships with your yeah, team? Yeah, that's true. Most people wouldn't start up there. I was just there right. because you I were there started in the beginning. Yeah. And aren't you guys, you... there was never reason for you to leave with how good you guys had been the whole time. Mm-hmm. Aren't you also the man who's all over the Springfield Deck Hockey website? I am, yes. Yeah. That's, that's my, a that's... testament to your play. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Kelly, ever... that's the my face, face of Springfield there. Deck yeah. Hockey. Don't ever let anybody tell you you should ever play down. <laughs> I remember I remember going to that page for the first time. I was like, Chat. I, yeah, I think I messaged him right after. <laughs> oh, I, I did. Like, what the hell I is this? Too. Well, I put it. I put it in our. I put it in our uh, moose knuckle chat. As soon as the Springfield page went up, I was like, "Uh oh." Yeah, for those Chad Canelli. I was thinking of making a trip down there just to see if anyone would recognize me. <laughs> Dude, they play like one day a week. Like they don't have that many games. I I know it's it's what it is. Yeah, um, it is. But uh, overall, like I, I see a lot wait, of wait, guys wait. before before we do it. I said I had two points on that. Okay. The okay. second one, Womack's going to yell that no matter what when you're out there with Nick and Bobby. Like, the, uh, if you were Pat, would be the only time he wouldn't say that. Like, it could mm-hmm. be me. It could be Joe Dare. Like, he's going to want Joe Dare to shoot it over mm-hmm. Bob, Bobby and Nick. Like, it's just, that's the way it is. Was Womack playing goalie or out? 
He was on the bench. <laughs> he was oh, just yelling, no, he was this yeah. asshole. No, he was yelling strategy from the bench, and it was good, good strategy too. I mean, it is good strategy. <laughs> That's such a woman. I, I laughed when I came to the bench. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna prove him wrong, <laughs> and then I shot it, and then it didn't. I probably didn't even hit the net or something. You know, that's kind of my chirper strategy, though, too. Like, I know if I can get into a guy's head, he's not going to score. Well, that's 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 most people's, and that's this kind of gets into our other thing of yeah. We can talk about this later. No, 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 no. We're I'm going to put it more towards this than the being dick thing and being cool. But like, it's like Mock. He's the perfect example. Like, you could be best friends with Mock. Like, I'm pretty good with friends with Mock. Most of us are. But if you play, if you play against him. He's probably the meanest person you've ever met in your life. And it's because he is he's ruthless. Yeah. He is. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm I'm the nicest guy off the deck, but as soon as we're out there, it's all all whatever I want to yeah. do. I'm getting that ball from you. And yeah. it, and I'll if, hang out with you have a beer afterwards if you're okay with what I said. And if winning is important to you and you want to challenge yourself the most, then like you said, going up would be a good decision. If you're there more to hang out yeah. and you don't really care about the winning um then maybe don't move up you know maybe try to go down if you, if you like being you know that big fish in a little pond try to play down if, if you want to challenge yourself you know i would i would take the opportunity if it's there to move up right and and we all know there are, there are a lot of different players that i think we think should move up that don't that like being those big fish, and I think it. We had to trust the league's decision on allowing them to be the big fish for a season, but it comes down to that player's heart. You got to know when you are beating up on the lower level players, and it's time for you to move on. I mean, I feel like we went through a game the other night where we played a player that should have been moved up. I'm not going to name names, yeah, but there's a player out there that was just scoring on us left and right. And he was the only person on their team scoring. And, you know, that player, I think, has to ask themselves, is this really a lot of fun anymore? Right? Am I really... It is, though, for them. It's <laughs> yeah. the reason they're if, there. If they're a complete asswipe. It's the reason if they're it, there. I've, been, I've loved that feeling if you can single-handedly change the game. That's why I like playing goalie. I miss but, those days. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, if you're doing it consistently, and yeah. you're dominating, and no guess, one can stop in you, and you're totally throwing the games in your team's favor you may want to want a tougher challenge and move up right i can't relate as a player i can't can't relate as a goalie but like when it comes to like some shootouts i feel like it is in your hands a hundred percent it's not but like as a goalie you know it's it's all mental right ultimately it is your it's up to you like your defense can play the best defense or the worst defense no matter what you're still going to take a shot right and that's on you right and it's it's all about knowing uh, if your team can't score and you get scored on, is it is it all on you? No. No. But I will tell you what, I'll leave a game and I'll be like, well, yeah. And then, guys, that's my bad. Still, no matter what, it's it's on you, ultimately. Like, the, the defender is still just a defender. He's not wearing big goalie pads with a glove. Right. Right. That's just the way it is. It's unfortunate, but... Yeah, I will always look at it and say, I could have done this differently, or I could have done that differently. You know, I could have done something to help stop yeah, no, it, no matter what, what. No offense to you, but that's that's why you're here. That's why you've moved down because you got in your head. I tried to ma- I tried to make you feel like the best player. Yeah, you, just, I, you weren't having it. Yeah, I I I screwed with my own head. So that could be another thing too. Is you know, 
don't always uh, focus on yourself. You know, focus on the Stop positives. Stop killing yourself. Ha- yeah. Give yourself a break. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Um, I think there's a lot of guys out there that just beat themselves up. After like, obviously, and- there's times where you have to. You you have to give it to yourself. Like you have to like, man, I messed that I messed that up. But you can't do it every time. Like, no offense. Like QC Crew is one of the best teams of all time. But when the, for the three games you played for them, that was the worst I've ever seen QC Crew play. And they did it consistently for three straight games. It was terrible. I will say though, I I know I played. I did not play well because there was Pat scored like six goals on me. Right, and he walked in from the side. But Pat and- Pat did that. Two on two on ones, three on O's. Yeah, but I definitely, and I know I always say this, but I definitely could have played better in those games, and I should have. And that w- it probably wouldn't have made a difference. I I'm not a D one goalie. I wanted to give it a shot. I no. was like, you know, I gave it a shot. And you know, when we're talking about going up and going down, that was my shot. I was like, here's my chance. Let's see how I do. I didn't do well, and I moved down, and I'm having a lot of fun. You know, playing on the teams I am now. And crew found a goalie. Um, and crew found a goalie, you know, Brandon Harvey, he's doing great. They won a cup with that, so everything's worked out in the end. It's true. Oh, they always win a cup though. They do, yeah. They don't need and you know you notice they still have Canelli jerseys running around out there. I was actually gonna say something at the end of the show, so <laughs> Hey, just let your just, legend run. Just cut all right, fine, since since we're doing it now. Give Chad his jerseys back. I wanna see a big QC yes. crew Chad Canelli flag. Team team that <laughs> rhymes with poopy poo. <laughs> So, in summation, uh, we think you should move up. If you uh, feel like you're beating up on the lower players, you're scoring a bunch of points, and, you know, it's it's not as fun as you think you could be, and you could expand your play. And you want that challenge. You yeah, want to see if you can do it. I get it. It's one thing playing with friends. I'd love I'd love to be able to play D3 plus D3 because that's where all that's where all my buddies play, and I do I do wish I could play that. But at the same time, like, I'll, I, if, if people in D1 will take me, I will play D1. I don't want you shooting on me. Sorry. <laughs> one one day it's gonna happen. I mean we've we've done it before. Yeah, but in a real game it's gonna happen one day. I did play D one All Star. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Are you looking for water? Are you on the bench? Did Shackelford forget to fill up your water bottle again? Buy Team Water Bottle. One squeeze provides ten instantaneous water streams. Team Water Bottle. The best team, best water bottle for your team, team, water, team water bottle. Guys, we we get a lot of requests on this next subject, and I know you've been clamoring for it for our, throughout our entire first season, and we're in season two right now, and we're finally here to satiate those needs. We are a <laughs> Snickers bar for your earbuds. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the difference between the Bauer Ball and Milek Balls. Insert sound. All right, so you all have been playing for a while with these Milek Balls. They're bouncing around. They're kind of fucking crazy. And, you know, we got orange, we got red, we got pink balls. Nobody really knows what all the temperatures are. Uh, I want to start out this conversation. Let's break down the temperatures so people actually understand at what point we should be using the different balls. 65 and above is red. Yep. 65 to 35 is orange. And 35 and below is pink. Yep. There I'm, are some yellow ones, too, that I've bought. I'm not sure what they, temperature those are. Are those like the 
I know they're they're cold weather ones. I bought for the winter. I thought those were like below zero. thirty-five yeah, zero. They're, they're below like below or, freezing. Yeah, zero. Below, yeah, zero. Which you wouldn't really have, except maybe in a rare winter classic game. Yeah, the below freezing ones are the pink ones, but once you if you use the the yellow ones, those are those are sub subterranean. Yeah, it's like you're playing Antarctica. with silly. It's like Antarctica. It's like you're playing with silly putty. It like yeah. it needs to be really cold for yeah. those to work. I mean, could you throw it on some newspaper and like make a copy of it? I've tried. Uh, it didn't quite work out. Um, but yeah, they're definitely moldable. Uh, not nearly as like what you would expect uh, from the orange and red balls that we're used to. But they still bounce a ton, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's the main people. The main complaint I've heard from everybody is that the the Milik balls just they're like playing with a bouncy ball out there at times and they're a little out of control so host you you have the most experience out of all of us with the orange balls let's go into a little bit about the pros and cons so no matter what it's a pro like they need a red they need a red version of the new bower balls Mm -hmm. uh because in the in the in the heat they get very squishy i noticed that in the summer it's still better even when they put them in the uh coolers they had like an ice cooler set up. I don't know if anyone noticed in the yeah, summer tournament. To. And yeah. they would put those orange liquid-filled balls in the coolers, and they would change them out with every you know puck drop. But even then, you know, you have a little bit of extended play, and you started noticing the squishiness of them. It so it needs to start expanding. We I brought it up, and I get it. They don't have the balls right now. Like we're we're even struggling to find them in D one. Right. They they need to expand to minimum D two plus. There's enough talent for me to make the argument that it needs to be ha- it needs to happen in D2 as well. But as of right now, it's only in D1 and at least at least it's there. At least it's somewhere. Like using using going back to the red balls is damn near impossible. So, do you feel like it makes the game a little safer? I wouldn't say safer. I I wonder at the lower levels cuz it seems like if you get a ball in the air I mean, you you messaged me about or Chad playing in D three how you felt like it was Chop City. I played D three for the first time, and uh, I've never felt so scared for my safety. Uh, just there's lots of sticks flying everywhere. Um, that has nothing to do with the ball. Yeah, I but, think it. I think it does. Cause yeah, because when the ball's bouncing, people want to hit it, right? And they don't. They right. But here's can't the thing. Corral it. And then DG just... Plus still uses those balls too, and you don't feel that way when you play DG Plus. You don't, but I feel like if the ball was bouncing a lot less, people would be less likely to swing at it. You're right. True. But that still isn't on the ball. That's on that's on the players. Now the dump and chase play wouldn't be as effective as it is, because I, I can rip it and like rebound it with a Milek ball all the way out to the dots for my offenseman. And if I if we switch to that the Bauer gel filled balls it's gonna hit the boards and die nope it doesn't do that it doesn't bounce as hard yeah it does it definitely doesn't bounce as hard but as you're putting a lot of emphasis on my shot here it's still no it still plays just it still plays like the like the other balls they just don't bounce and i guess uh there are pluses and minuses one of the minuses is since it has liquid in it it's definitely heavier Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get a lot more bruises if it hits you yeah Um, it hurts more yeah and because it has liquid in it, the cost to manufacture it's a little bit more, so it is a little bit more expensive than a bower or mylek ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, if you like doing those saucer passes, like flicking it over someone's defensive stick, flick it to wrist. Yeah, flick it, you know, over so that it sticks on the ground that someone can do a two on one. 
it, it's a lot easier to do that. So I guess if you're a goalie, you don't like that. But if you're a player, you do. But on the opposite end, as a goalie, some of those red balls, when they hit the, the wall, can just jump out like a, a pinball. But when it's got the liquid filled, it, it kind of deadens it, and you don't get those wild uh, bounces well, off yeah. the boards. Do you feel like when it hits your pads as a goalie, it doesn't fling off nearly as much, and it's a lot easier to control your rebounds? It does deaden it a little bit, yeah. But I don't, I don't think I've noticed it, it that it, much. It, yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely not like a night and day type thing. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. definitely not. Just because you're still, it's still a hundred miles an hour versus a hundred miles an hour. As like, a goalie, the, the thing that, that worries it. me the most is those saucer passes because right. they're much easier to do on those like two on ones and. Uh, that that scares me yeah, more. Yeah, and you'll definitely see it utilized to its fullest in with the top talent, like in the in the top mm-hmm. lines in D one. It's it's scary. Yeah, well, the, Chad, you got to work on that, the goalie paddling down. Yeah, the goalie the contingency air. is definitely against the uh, liquid filled balls. Really, you don't want those saucer passes on the two on ones. I, I haven't played against it, so when I don't know. When your defense goes down and lays that stick across, mm-hmm. you know, to take away that pass, it's much harder to flick it over if you got a red ball because it bounces more. It's harder to corral. Mm-hmm. When you got that liquid one, as long as you can flick it over the stick, it's just going to sit, and it's going to make it a much easier shot. So, so, in your opinion, the saucer pass outweighs the fact that it, it's easier to control your rebounds. And the even the board bouncing, yeah, that saucer pass okay. is dead. Yeah, the saucer more. pass is night and day. You get the two, bouncing off of your pads, not yeah. night and day. You get the, it's so much more weighted towards the offense than the than the goaltender. But in not the way you'd think. It's just when it's away from you. Okay. When the ball's away from the goalie, when the ball gets shot on you, it's basically the same. Well, my my other question would be like if it hits your glove, does it does it actually close your glove? Now, a deck ball does not at all. To start to go to your point earlier saying how you want it in the lower leagues, I think it would make a bigger difference with the goaltenders down there. Yeah. Who obviously don't have the same talent that Marty Fillion uh Brandon Harvey, those players have. Hey, they don't you have could, that rebound. You could say it. I'm trash. What? No, <laughs> stop. I mean, compared to an all-star right, goaltender. Right. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Computer, Someone who's I'm a computer nerd. Prof- <laughs> professional yeah. professional a pro- hockey a, versus pro- someone, Compared to yeah. a professional goaltender, yeah, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> For the better Comparing me to professional forwards, I'm trash. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, that's fair. For the betterment of deck hockey, though, even though I'm a goalie and I might give up more goals... I am in favor of the the liquid fill balls just because as I'm seeing plays develop, mm-hmm. how many bounces the balls give up and how many times that's missed opportunities to score and someone's just sitting there trying to corral the ball. Mm-hmm. Like it's more fun if you can pass it and someone receives the pass and shoots it. Um, whereas the 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 bouncier the ball, the less likely that's going to happen. Right, and you know I think we're we're we we had to put a huge caveat on this when. The Bauer balls work best when it's 65 degrees or below. Once we get above 65 degrees, it's rather difficult to get the Bauer balls out there because you got to chill them. Yeah. You got to chill those balls, man. (laughs) Yeah, air them out. Another thing I found funny, too, is when I inspected the ball, uh, you know, and caressed it and looked at it and really gave it a, a, you know, came close to it and looked at it. No lumps. Um, It wasn't like it was some advanced technology. There was a hole drilled in it, and they filled it with liquid, and then they just put some sort of caulk over it. 
And then why don't, part, why aren't we part of me was like, balls? we should just do that with the red Milak balls. Because if you look look at one of those uh, orange Bauer balls, there's a definite hole that's been drilled. Right. And it's been covered over. Yeah, like, it looks like a, uh, like a air compressor yeah. hole. Yeah, cut it open, see how much liquid is in there, find out what the liquid is, make our own red ones. Hey, goalies out there, if you're trying to uh, throw in the butterfly and your legs just aren't sticking in those pads... Get yourself some Squatch goalie shoes. Bring your old shoes to Squatch. He'll cut a hole right through them. Tie your pads right to those shoes. Squatch goalie shoes. All right, we've we talked a lot about strategy in the last episode, and we're gonna we're gonna bring it back to strategy. Uh, there are a lot of times out there on the deck when I hate to be this guy, but I kind of like being this guy. Yeah. When to be a complete jerk. And when to be the nice guy out there. In a hockey sense. Not, right. Not right. just being a asshole. No, don't be don't be this racist bigot that we yeah. talked about last yeah. week. When, when, it, when it comes to furthering your team's goals. Right. One of my favorite chirps that I've ever ever thrown out there. I was uh I was sitting on the bench and a guy goes to a face off and I go, Hey, number nine. I don't know what his actual number is. We'll just call him number nine for this. I said, hey, number nine, does your mom make a good dinner? And he looks at me. He's like, what? Said, your mom make a good dinner? I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm really hungry. I'm looking for some place to eat after the game. And the guy looked at me like, what the hell is this guy even talking about? And it threw off his game the rest of the game. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that being like overly dickish but it was to the point where i was like i know this could cross a line with some players to the point where the rest of the game they play they're going to be thinking about that comment because they will have no clue what the hell i was talking about and i've had some guys where i've been like i don't know a 12 year old on xbox live talking (laughs) about their mothers (laughs) and it's thrown them off i had a guy punch me in the throat one game and uh, it threw his whole game off. He kicked a player in the teeth later on in that game. Jeez. I think, Hulse, you were reffing it, but I don't want to say who it was. Those who are watching oh. would know. Championship game. It was. Yep. It was a final. Yep. Jeez. But there, there comes a time and a place for it when you know certain players are going to get a little heated. And this is, this is tough for me because I'm known as uh, being a pretty nice person. And, God, uh, I would love to see Chad just yeah and i i hold it like i ignore every bit of chirp and people don't really chirp me but if they did i just ignore it um and i I, you know i i just play my game and i never chirp anyone else but there are times where i wish like even just this last game i should have said more i just want to see chad just cross check someone in the lower back and break his stick (laughs) right over somebody just I'm holding pure aggression. It, I'm holding it in. So when when there's a time and a place to finally unleash my anger, Chad's gonna finally unleash his anger in D six twenty years. Yeah, from now. <laughs> it will I'll be, be. I'll barely be able to walk, and someone cross checks me. I'm like, this is it. This is enough. And I just like he's gonna baseball swing and yeah. fall over. I you know I I might lose it someday, but right now I'm not gonna lose it and. But there are times where I wish I would. Uh, there are t- there is a time and a place to be nice and be quiet, and there's a time and a place where like you should you should say something and try to like uh, you know defend your team. 
because this past game, I made a save. A kick save, slid over, bounced off my pad, totally knew I made the save. They reviewed it, and they, they called it a goal. And I know 100% that I stopped it. I didn't say anything, but now looking back, maybe I should have. We ended up winning, but you know you gotta. If you say something at the right moment, the ref or maybe the scorekeeper is gonna say, "Whoa, you know this person never says anything," and they yeah. did. Um, you know maybe we did screw up. But if you're someone who's always going off the handle and yelling at everything, people are just gonna ignore you. You gotta pick your spots. Yeah, and a couple things on this. So this is actually what this is actually why we're talking about this is this story right here is. Uh, when we when we say being a dick or being you know a nice person, this is what we're actually talking about is when it comes down to whether a, a ball went in the net or not or and it it all honestly, I think every single person at deck hockey except for Chad <laughs> has it in them. If you're winning, I wouldn't say everyone would uh, would fess up and say that hey that wasn't a goal. But it actually, like, in our D1 game the other day, like, we, we, like, Womack jokingly said, oh, challenge that. And then they actually went over to challenge. And he's like, dude, I was, no, that was not a goal. Don't worry about it. Like, because we, we were up five. Now, had it been the other way, I know I've done it before. I know 100% it didn't go in. I'm going to tell you that it went in just so I can get my goal. Well, and we know th- there's a lot of human error. Out on the deck. Well, yeah. With one ref and one scorekeeper. And depending on your ref-scorekeeper combo, no. I mean, it... People, and players, they, they'll see the referee and the scorekeeper combo, and they'll... I wouldn't say they, they would be like, oh, it's a pushover. I can, actually, I, can, I, can, I can say something about this, and it'll get overturned. I think it's just more... They know that... So, perfect example. Like, uh, when Ryan Plum blows his whistle, it's, so, it's very quiet. Like, he's not... He's not super strong in his his aggression so if you say something to him he'll always he'll he'll go over and he'll ask because mm-hmm. he doesn't have that travis boyle mentality like all right he's just trying to take advantage of me i'm not giving you the i'm not giving you the yeah yeah travis boyle is one of those refs that no, knows I'm, what yeah, he I'm, not, I'm not talking it's I'm not saying, it's not like, bad travis knows when people are trying to take advantage of him and he's gonna say no you're not getting the review that was not a goal and, and it, it comes it, it comes down you to like, know it wasn't a goal that's when he does that, and I actually I like that about and, Travis. And that's not and not anything wrong on Ryan either. Ryan is no, a yeah. younger younger kid. I and mean, just talking him. just talking yeah. to him, he's soft spoken. Well, yeah. And good on him going to ask the scorekeeper and right, and he'll make he'll keep his call if he knows it's the right call. Especially if you have a more like for lack of a better term, veteran scorekeeper yeah. that's done it for a while. Like myself, I'm pretty good at it. Um, John Majetic's really uh, one of the more solid scorekeepers out there. Uh, but if you have somebody who's more experienced at scorekeeper, they can really help your ref, and that that all kind of has to factor in to how you play your game. And that was actually the that's actually the point though is what I was saying when I brought up Ryan Plum is Ryan Plum was actually the referee that Womack told to go. He was like, no, that went in, that went in, and he actually went over and did the score. He went to the scorekeeper and he was like, no, no, I was joking, like that didn't go in, like right. don't worry about it because right. he's a nice guy like me, and he's like yeah. heard a request and he's like, I'm ref, I'm gonna do that. Michael Womack, nice guy. No, no, Plum, nice guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Guy. I was gonna say, yeah. Who are we talking about? Womack can't ultimately, be. I don't. I I really don't think like. I think almost anyone at Dak Hockey, if you're winning, 
you're okay with the call not going your way. The second you're losing, even if you know, even if you know 100% the ball did not go in, you're going to anything close. That's, yeah. that's always like you hear so much more asking for reviews from the losing side. Yeah. It's just natural. And, you know, when it comes to asking for goals or even, you know, asking like, what was that? Wasn't that a penalty? There are some people who just ask for it all the time or who right. complain about it all the time. And that just, you become like background noise. No one's listening to you. Yeah. And so quit asking about it all the time. Quit complaining about it all the time. Pick your spots because if you ask for it at legitimate times, people are going to, might listen to and you And believe more. me, us refs, we know exactly who you are. We yeah. know exactly every going into every game. We know who's going to say what and how often they're going to say it. We know. And it's, it's unfortunate that that's, that's the case. But people do develop reputations. And the thing is you have to understand the balance on when you, when you make those claims, when you become a dick, and when you become kind of a nicer and you let some things slide. Um, it took me a long time playing up here. Uh, I, I know I've developed a reputation for being kind of a goon and complaining at the refs. Um, it took me a long time to realize that, you know what, let's say we get that power play. That doesn't mean it's going to be a goal. That's not the end of the game, right? That doesn't mean my team's going to bang one home for us and we're going to automatically we're going to move on to the finals. A power play is just that. It's just a power play. It's a man advantage. And sometimes you just got to let it go. Because ultimately the refs are human. We're all human up here. We make mistakes. Um, we see things a little bit differently from all sides. And we got we to gotta understand when it's acceptable to really push an issue and when it's not. Now, if it's a player safety violation, I think that's something you have a discussion with the ref about. Do you have to blow up in their face? Absolutely not. Do you treat them as human and beings? And don't. Right. Yeah. And don't. <laughs> I'm not a ref, but I, if I were a ref, I'd be much more willing to listen to someone who's like, come up like, hey, this is what I think, rather than someone like, what was that? What as a referee, that? I've heard enough. But even especially when I'm not refing and I see another one of our guys just taking endless shit, just don't. Yeah. Just play the game. But the big thing is, like, we gotta we gotta treat the refs like they're humans, you know, and understand. I like that how this is where this is gone. There, there's gonna be a, <laughs> yeah. a lot of. Wait, I wasn't on board for this. This is actually what Mock tried to get. Like this is what Mock tried to get going in the last one, and we put it in the we put the comment into the outtakes. <laughs> I know, but this is <laughs> no, this I is, like it. This is in honor of Eric Mock. Yeah, and he's good at deck hockey, and uh, uh, the refs. I've just, actually heard Mock be uh, referred to as the best hockey player in the Quad Cities. Patrick back. Well, Pat says <laughs> Pat could come to me like, "Hey, buddy, you're the best in the Quad Cities," but I don't. Doesn't mean I'm gonna believe it. <laughs> um, but the point remains: like the refs are just humans out there. They're trying to make uh, you know, some money out there trying to ref. They're they're just like us trying to work their jobs. We got We got to treat them with some respect. Um, now for me. I get more fun being a dick to other players and cracking a yeah. cold one with them after the play. Totally yeah. do it to other players. Totally fine. Don't hit them. Don't say n- n- nasty, horrible things to them. Just you cuss at them. Totally cool. Yeah. Totally ask, fine with that. Ask their mom if they make a good dinner. No, I mean, that's weird. But yeah, totally fine. <laughs> I guess. I... So <laughs> I think that's actually a really good spot to end today's episode. Um, 
I want to throw a few things out there. Uh, if you haven't checked out Athena's uh, Around the Women's League, give that a look. Uh, it, while we were sitting here, I swear it's gotten 10 likes on Facebook. Yeah, it, it's a solid article. She brings up some very good points this week about uh, the Women's League and where, where we think we need, or she thinks we need to go with the Women's League. I don't disagree with any of the points she made. I thought she made very sound points. Uh, it, it's worth a read and really... You know, for those out there listening, I want you to think long and hard about the women's league and where we think it needs to go in the future. Yeah, and then uh, a few other things. Uh, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, give it a like, share it out, share it with everyone. We want everyone to see it. I want somebody that has no idea what hockey is to see it. Yep. I want all of that to happen. If you haven't seen our other episodes or if you haven't listened to our, our latest posts, Go check those out. We put out an outtakes. It's pretty good. It's pretty it's, funny. It's really funny to us. It if you're it, not here, it'll be pro- funny to you too. It and, will. And any questions, comments, suggestions, please send them in. Because also, we haven't put up the poll because I couldn't figure out how to do it. I'll have I will watch it. But uh, is it the pavilion or the gazebo? Uh, you know well, the answer. Before I forget, I've got some Chick-fil-A gift cards to give out to anybody who shares out this video this week, or our audio this week. Go ahead and shout out our video, and I'll be giving out three or four of those. Uh, if you know anybody looking to advertise on our show, let us know. We will we will have advertisements in our outtakes this week. Uh, Help us just, get in contact with them. Yep. Just shoot us a PM. Let us know. We like uh, money, and we want to make this a better experience for all of our listeners. Right. The more money we make, the better this show gets. We're not trying to actually pat our own pockets. We're trying to put all the money right back into this. Oh, we aren't? Oh. oh Sorry, Chad. Oh. Thank you for listening out there, and uh, keep it all deck. <laughs>